What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonoff71, and your auditory canals are tuned in to episode 101 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, we've got my partners in crime. We got Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother? Not much. Just here on our 100th and first um, episode. It's crazy. Like just like when you, it's like something happens when you pass 100, and it's like whoa. So <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk games, craziness, all kinds of stuff. So stay tuned. It's going to get wild. <laughs> and of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's up, man? Not much, man. Just uh, in my lair, ready for the show, watching. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on the baseball game because I'm a big Braves fan, so it will not distract me from, from the show. But uh, yeah. How are they um, doing? Tied 1-1. I think it's in the going to the seventh inning, I believe. So. Oh no! Who's who oh no? Playing? Who are they playing? The Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers. So. Oh well. Okay, so you know we're taping this day of. So when so when you hear this, it'll already be over. So either Joe's gonna be super happy, or you guys can make fun of him. So just you know, get ready. So. I'm a true baseball fan. I wins and losses, albeit exciting. Uh, still, I mean, is anybody in the stadium? Uh, <laughs> they, they actually let people in the stadium this time. It's in Texas, eleven thousand people. They are quote, well, unquote, socially distancing. So we'll see how that happens. But I don't know what to say about that. Whatever. I, they're, they're playing. They're playing in a bubble, a quote unquote bubble, you know, and all the family for the players are like sitting down on the field, and they had to go into the bubble like a week before the season ended. So that they had proper time in the bubble, but they decided to let fans in because you know money begat money, <laughs> unfortunately. No. So on there, so but um, hopefully no one catches COVID at the stadium. Yeah, just like no one catches COVID at Trump's rally that just concluded. You know, which you oh. know I I I love the fact that Anderson Cooper was like holding, trying to hold a straight face while they were playing Macho Man at the end of Trump's rally. So. <laughs> You know, politically, you can say what you want, but uh, to play Macho Man at that rally, uh, <laughs> I think the village people were gay. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess Trump's uh, President Trump is, is is for all. Some of all them were, were, not all of them, but some of them were. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing Macho. Oh, they were playing God. Macho Man. Yep. That's great. Because he's because he's immune, y'all. You didn't hear about the, uh, the memo? Yeah, he's immune. Yeah, he's immune. Anyway, moving right along. Yes, okay. Sorry to detract from the... Moving uh, right along. Ding, ding. So are you going to come out with a disco vest and assless chaps in this next yeah, rally? Please don't put that image in a red tie. Please don't put that image. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm huge. You do a chunk of Chunkadale bit, you know. <laughs> Like, yeah, digitally, like, insert him with Chris Farley, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, back on back on topic. <laughs> back on topic. Oh my gosh! As usual, <laughs> our first topic on the docket uh, is gonna well. It's going to be the playlist. All right, Dez, what you been playing, man? So what I've been playing basically is just uh, getting ready for this move. So I've been playing the packing game. Uh, it's been very uh, fun. Uh, and, and it's really funny when you start packing up stuff for a big move, you start finding all kinds of stuff that you lost or thought you lost. So uh, it's very interesting uh, to to go through boxes and repack boxes, so whatever. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. But in my off time, when I'm not having to do that, I've been playing um, Warframe uh, and um, Genshin Impact. Both of those games seem to be my my go-to games right now. They're really kind of nice. You put them on, and you just forget about the day. So, so those are the two games that I've really been been really just really making it making it work for me. Um, I I don't know what what it is about them. Um, they're just kind of really I, I guess I'm finally like enjoying the grind. Like I'm liking the grind. Um, for Warframe and the gotcha system for uh, Genshin Impact hasn't really affected me too hard. I did spend a little bit of money uh, on 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 Genshin Impact, but I justify that in the fact that if I'm able to if I spend more than like a day playing your game, like 24 hours playing your game. Like, yes, this not not a full 24 hours, but stretched out. You know, if I played, you know, a good portion of your game, then then I I'll give you a little bit of money as a as a like, you know, okay, you know, because it's a free to play game. So I'm like, okay. Um, and these games, you know, are are they have their little gotcha things and stuff like that. So so like I throw a, a little bit, bit of money like, at it. Like getting good service at a restaurant, you know, you want to tip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I threw a little money at it, you know, and then and then kind of went on with it. So it's a fun game. Um, the they they do pack a lot of stuff in there for you to do, which I really which I really enjoy. So, um, I've really just been super enjoying it. Um, and I'm I'm up to the point now where I can actually um play with other people, though I have not played with any other any other any anybody else yet. I'm hoping that Joe will will kind of you know fire up. Uh, it again and and start going for towards that aspect of it, which I think is very interesting. Uh, you know, usually these games are set. You know, Im- immediately you gotta you gotta play with your friends and have fun, but this one they they kind of it's a slow burn. They make you wait, and I think I think that's a really good idea. That way you can get kind of the mechanics done with the game and learn how to play it. You know, that way you're just not messing up the gameplay for everyone else. So you really kind of have to learn how to what you're doing. So. But other than that, it's been it's been really kind of fun. I I can't wait until uh my life kind of settles down a little bit. You know that way I'm able to you know sit down and you know in the new place and you know and and just really start digging in to like to these to these games. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Back to Avengers, um, and some other games that that are just kind of sitting on my shelf you know, begging to be played. So, but that's probably what's going to, what what's going to be going on my, on my playlist for a while, at least for the next couple of weeks. So, uh, so Joe, what have you been playing my friend? Well, uh, just to add to your playlist, basically, uh, still playing Warframe. 
I don't log in daily. I should log in daily at least to get my bonuses on there. So um, Genshin Impact, I'm just inching very slowly through the game. I just got my um, air wing. So that's how uh, in the beginning of the game I am, if you could know where that's at. Is that pretty early, right, Des? Yes, that's very early. But again, take your time with it. You'll get to where you need to go. Yeah, just I need to because I tend to like in my last couple playthroughs, I throw it on right before like the last game before bed. And it's just literally like, you know, I need to play when I'm more vibrant and awake. <laughs> so, and I don't know, maybe the game is not as uh, cathartic for me. <laughs> I don't know. Especially with my life circumstances. So the game I actually went to this last week. Believe it or not, was uh, Wreckfest on there. After hearing Kev talk talk about him going back to the game last episode, I fired that bad boy up and I started doing the uh, career mode a bit. And I'm remembering like everything that I liked about that game. Cars seem very heavy, you know. It's like uh, as far as uh, responsiveness, but still, you once you get used to it, it's very fun on there and trying to progress through the uh, amateur. A story arc on there, you know, and then, you know, the music in the game is pretty bad, memorable, but bad, you know, if I hear buried alive again, that's like, <laughs> I think Kev could probably attest, you know, so just, just I, I, I equate, equate it to like uh, WWE raw music from like 2002, basically is what we talked about. So on there, but I mute the music and I put on Spotify, I'll put on, you know, appropriate music so you know obviously if i'm doing a destruction derby some judas priest or some acdc will do me kindly on that and um it's just been pretty therapeutic so that's like uh, uh been my go-to go-to on that um also fired up my switch for the first time in a while on there and uh was been playing yoshi's crafted world speaking of <laughs> total opposite type of game but uh uh, that game, it's just, a, it's just a very cute platformer. There's enough uh, hooks into grabbing all the collectibles in each stage where, you know, usually when I play Mario games or platformers like that, I usually try to repeat uh, the level until I get everything in the level and then move on to the next stage. Are, on you, there. are, you, are you sure you can take take playing that game, Joe? I mean, it's not on, like, the, 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 the visuals are not, you know, 100... They're not 4K. Are are, are you okay? Like, are, are your eyes not? Fine. Yeah, I'm, oh, I, I'm making sure. I was making sure your eyes you aren't know, spasming. If, 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 a, if a game is multi-platform, I will definitely pick the platform. Oh, I, I know. Plays. Yes, I know. of course. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just hoping that you're not, you know, slumming with us down here in the, in the, in, in, in yeah. the non-4K. You know. Yeah, you know, a good game is a good game, no matter what fidelity it's at. You know, I'm I'm not okay. no dig, digital foundry snob, so come on. Oh, oh, okay. Piff, okay. Piff. I'll, I'll I'll remember that. <laughs> you know, if it's appropriate for me to play the game portably, I will play the game portably on the Switch. It just depends on as far as I'm not going to deal with no janky ass frame rate. I'm not going to deal with the. Uh, having to download a big ass file. I'm not going to play games like Borderlands or XCOM or any other 2K game uh, on the Switch just because it's on the Switch. So so I will play games that are properly designed and made for the Switch. On there once that Switch HD, rumored Switch HD comes a knock and I will be the first to buy that SOB because that will 
you know, put the system to at least comparable to PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> and you still won't, and you still won't buy any games and play games on the on it anyway. So that's fine. I got I, I got a good collection <laughs> of games on the Switch. I got a bigger Switch collection than I do Xbox One. So okay. no, it's fine. I'm just just saying, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm, just game, busting, I'm just busting your balls, buddy. I'm just busting. I'm, your balls. I, you bust my balls, but I'm gonna come back with with the facts. <laughs> the facts. Speaking of Xbox One, I've been playing a little bit more Crackdown 3, but I have not checked my uh, Achievos to see better. if I have you caught up to uh, Mr. Lefty Brown. So, uh, we'll you know, update. Lefty Brown, don't be playing. He'll send, oh. you, that, he'll send you that bootleg of Paw Patrol. <laughs> Why are you talking about that stuff? Come on. Because <laughs> it's funny. I know. Now, Chris wound up sending me a message about he had a uh, paw patrol on a roll on hold for me at the library so i told him craig didn't approve of that game so but probably I better the, than I, grounded <laughs> i love the friendly banter between between us and gh radio we love those guys but i love it's love <laughs> i just love bringing them up all right well that's all i've been up to that's all i've been playing i should have played more on there, um, I'm still inching along in my um, getting stuff taken care of in the house and that kind of thing. So, uh, got my arcade one up. I was actually playing that for a little bit today. So, I was playing some uh, Real Bout Fatal Fury and uh, what else? I was playing some Kicks and some Rally X. I don't know why, but Rally X is like the old old school banger for me, man. It's like talk about Pac Man. Nah, Rally X held the hells to the yes. So. I love that game. I love that game. So, yeah, but the uh, reason why I fired up my arcade one up is that I bought a riser for it like a few months ago and I finally put it on the riser and it makes a world of difference. It's like, you know, it's not munchkin size anymore. It's actually <laughs> almost up to my head, almost up to my head. So it's not full size, but it'll do. So. All right, Kev, what you been up yet? to, man? What's up? You get it modded yet? Oh no! It's I have a Nick initially put a Retro Pie in there for me, so oh, okay. so. But I I don't have any like console games. It's just all arcade games in there. So yeah. Okay. So I'm not I'm not just playing Asteroids and in Millipede on there, or whatever the <laughs> Tempest, or whatever initially came on that thing. So for me, it's been. Um... Well, I've been playing Wreckfest as well, uh, trying to make my way through the career, building up credits, adding additional cars. Um, I The vehicle that I've modded up is pretty much useless now in, in the racing, in the races that I'm doing in the amateur circuit. It, it's just not fast enough. So um, I won a car. I don't know what, I can't remember what class it is, but it's way faster stock than my modded up class A car. Uh, so I'll be using that one from here on out, trying to work my way through the amateurs where I can. Other game I've been playing is Sekiro. Finally beat that double, the double guardian apes. Yay! And... <laughs> Damn them dirty apes! Yeah, damn them! I, I, I awesome. sure did. I, I sure did say that when I beat him. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You were you were playing that game for a minute in that specific area. Uh, good gravy! It you just it, it 
I have so many um I have so many ninja tools. I have to think about the ninja tools that I have and what they do. And to be honest, I just had to go back to I, I did look at YouTube to see, okay, maybe am I doing something wrong? Because I've you know, I used the spear for the headless ape, and it's like, what am I what am I missing with this other one? And it's like, oh, that's right the firecrackers is firecrackers scare animals i forgot completely forgot about that ninja tool because i hardly ever use it so that was the key to uh helping me work my way to a victory uh i don't know what's beyond that because when i beat them two dirty apes i just said okay i'm gonna put this down for a second <laughs> yeah take a breath huh? You're like, take a break but I will be back. I'll be back to it ne uh, the next time I probably the next time I crank on the PS4. For whatever reason, I got a weird idea to play a game called Kung Fury. I don't know if any of you got if either yeah. of you two have heard of it. Yeah, yeah I, watched, no. I watched the TV. I watched the the show on Netflix. I mean, on, um, on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a weird thing. So. It is a very weird game. It, it's probably not a good game, but for whatever reason, this game just vibes with me. It's almost like it's like a combination beat 'em up memory game because you you only move left and right, and when you move left or right, you do an attack and you use a digital pad. For folks who've never played it, uh, a quick uh, quick explanation of the mechanics. So. You get a variety of enemies coming at you from the left and right hand side of the screen. So you're basically tapping the digital pad left and right to hit them. Different characters have different uh, hit values before you take them out. So uh, one, the, like the, 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 the Nazi nurse women, you have to do hit them three times, forward and backwards, three times. Then the Nazi gunman, you have to hit him square on two times. Uh, the little regular foot soldier, he's a, he's a one, one time and he's done. And then the, the Nazi robot, you have to hit that four times. And then there's a ninja that comes out and you pop him twice and then he'll fall back and then he'll come up to you and then you have to pop him another two times. But they made some... Um, they made they made some add-ons to the game since the last time I played it. It's been forever since I played it. So there is an actual story mode now. Uh, the main character, who is the character you know at, in the base game, who looks like you know Amelia Estevez, all done up in his you know hot shots garb, you know with the mullet and yeah, <laughs> you know, and the bandana. The bandana is like crazy. Yeah. So he's joined by three other characters. One is a minigun-toting Valkyrie. Uh, there is a triceratops-headed gunman. Uh, there is a robot, or it looks like he is like a robot with an old-school Macintosh for a head. And... Uh, yeah, so all of them are on some type of time travel trip, and I I guess their 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 traveling buddy is Thor, uh, uh, the quote unquote thunder god who seems to be very interested in having people 
you know, motorboat motorboat his pecs, which made me very uncomfortable. You should watch. You really should watch this. You really should watch the 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 movie. It's like twenty minutes. It's and it's on YouTube. It's so silly. It is just the silliest thing you've ever seen. It is just. Yeah, it, it is. It is absolutely crazy. But the, the weird thing is that. Uh, you know, there's there's boss fights and they they made they made some interest. There are some interesting um, uh, gameplay intricacies with each dip with each character that you have to take into account. I mean, you're still pushing left and right on the digital pad, but each character plays a little bit differently. And uh, I will go. It, it, it's a it's a silly little game. I think it was free at some point. Uh, uh, on PS on PS as a PS Plus uh, subscriber, and that's how I got it. And then they updated it with, you know, the Arcade Strikes Back. That's the name of the story mode. But it's a fun little time waster, and it's a neat score chaser. So I've been playing that. Like you, Joe, I turned on the Switch for the first time in I don't know how many months. Wow! Look at this. All yeah. y'all slumming right now. <laughs> Yikes. Turned on the Switch for the for the first time in a while, and I played uh, Paper Mario Origami King, and I I play I I played that game for about two two and a half I guess maybe close to three hours, and I think I'm I said I'm done I I took it back I traded it back. I I think I was hoping that this was gonna be like Super Mario RPG. But it's nothing but puzzles. I mean, even the combat is a puzzle game. The way you get from point A to point B is a puzzle. It, and, it, and that's that's just that's just not my bag. Uh, I it, it's a pretty it's a pretty game. The animations, the style is amazing. Uh, but I'm not a puzzle dude. And you know, you hit me with a bunch of puzzles just to bring it, hit me with puzzles just to make headway. And I, it, it, I'm just, it just, a, it's just a turn off for me. It's like that's one of the reasons why I stopped playing the. Um, uh, uh, I like I finished. What was that? It was like those Mario and Luigi games for the DS. Like the Brothers Saga. The and all Brothers, them, yeah. yeah. I play. I finished one, and then I started playing another one, and it's just like the and, and I, you know the first one was puzzle oriented, and I push my way through that one but the the next one is like you know this, this is too many puzzles uh, I'm, I'm done so but if you if you're interested in puzzles if you like puzzles and you like mario then uh, definitely check out um paper mario the uh, the origami kingdom the origami king i believe it uh, wasn't my cup of tea so it went back and uh what was this, this other game i played to I cannot remember. But on anyway, uh, no, it wasn't on the Switch. It was on. Uh, it was on PS. It was on PS4. It's another game that I, did, that I went back and played. But anyway, it'll probably come to me later. But that's pretty much what I have been playing. Uh, but we, before we go to our next topic on our docket, I want to. Remind our listeners that we have a contest going on in celebration of our 100th episode. So basically, we're doing a game giveaway. So what you want to do is retweet each episode as they are released 
up to episode 103. And you also want to follow us on Twitter at Gaming Vessels. Tag one friend either when retweeting or in addition to the tweet. And if you join our Discord server, that's another way to enter our contest. Uh, and the way we're doing it is for every Twitter retweet and tag, that is one entry. But if you join our Discord server, that's you get twice that. You get double the double entry. You don't have to bring a friend into the Discord server. You just have to join. So for one person can have up to three entries for our contest. So if you can retweet retweet and tag a friend on Twitter, that's your one. And if you join our Discord server, that's two for a total of three. So the contest, we're giving away three uh, standard priced games. We're not buying nobody, no, no throw away your money editions. <laughs> standard price games for three lucky winners of our show. Those of you who have joined our Discord servers already, please post in the channel, the, the, the server for our contest. And you will get that, uh, you will get those two entries because, you know, we don't want to leave anybody out. But we want you to keep that and keep that in mind. That is going to run through episode 103. So um, as you, as those episodes post up on Twitter, uh, tweet those, uh, retweet and tag and make sure that you have joined our Discord. So, and, and again, it's an appreciation for a celebration for us hitting 100 episodes and it's an appreciation to those who have got some enjoyment from those 100 100 episodes that we put out as a thank you to you guys so yeah yes yeah, very so much appreciated yeah so please definitely do that and winners will be announced on uh episode 104 so please please you know enter in this is a big thank you to all of you who who've, who've uh, stuck with us and started listening so thank you yeah, more entries, the merrier. So, indeed, indeed. So, the next topic on our docket is going to be our main event. So, Des, why don't you uh, hit the folks up with our main event and some of our responses that we've got? Yeah, sure thing. So, um, the question that I asked uh, last episode was Do you think players should get free updates or upgrades? for games bought on last-gen consoles. You know, this was brought up about the, I don't want to say controversy, but people, you know, were really were really upset about um, um, Insomniac and Sony saying they would not be allowing a free upgrade for Spider-Man, and while other platforms are allowing free up, well, other games are allowing free upgrades, so it's kind of this, you know, should, should they do it, should they not do it? And so we wanted to hear what our listeners, what kind of feedback we could get from our listeners. So I'm gonna read you a couple because we actually got a we got actually got a couple people who responded. So that, that this is this is fantastic, and then we're gonna give our thoughts about it as well. So <clears throat> first one is from uh, Ogun22. That's our friend uh, Raphael, and he says, if the game is playable without an update, uh, it should be playable. The days of losing digital purchases should be gone in 2020. If it's a graphical upgrade, I don't think it's quote unquote required. However, with spec updates, uh, consoles like running a PC game on low, medium, or high, you shouldn't be. Um, 
when we got another one from uh that Chaffee or Chaffee who said uh would it be nice to receive a free upgrade for sure but should i expect it hell's no devs got to get paid for their work these games don't didn't don't upgrade themselves this change to next gen has a lot of wants a lot of wines and a lot of need to live in the past so i mean i think that that basically kind of echoes one of the things that i say that I thought about it as well. I think it's great when a when a company is willing to do that and to give that uh, or have the ability to offer that savings to their um to their to their buyers. Um, I think it's great when they're offered to do it, but but should that be the norm? No, no. I I I I don't think that you know we should expect that from uh, companies to to do that because at the end of the day we do not have to buy it. Um, and we don't have to, you know, do that if we don't want to. And as long as they're giving us an option of not having, you know, to buy it in order to play it, you know, to get this other grandiose thing, well, then there you go. Um, so personally, I, if, if I get to get it, great. But do I expect it? No. And I think it's foolish for us to, to expect that from, um, from uh these companies you know who who employ you know thousands of people you know and try to and and people worked on this and they should be they should be paid for their work um so no i don't uh joe what are your thoughts on that well the whole discussion i mean i think there's a difference right now uh coming into the next generation between xbox and playstation on here unfortunately playstation uh, they don't have a service like Xbox does. So Xbox is kind of advertised with their trademarked um, smart delivery, you know, as far as uh, being able to play at least their first party titles on both the uh, current gen and also next gen consoles back and forth. And so, and also uh, obviously they tied in a lot of their marketed third party titles as well on there. So a lot of, a lot of expectations were set by Microsoft doing what they did on here, but you got to kind of consider they're running a service. And so therefore these games, you know, they're not last gen games. They're current gen games because of the fact they're moving back and forth because of the library on games pass on there. So I think that's where this generation is a little bit different because, uh, you know, last gen, the transition between PS3 and PS4 and Xbox 360, Xbox one is that uh, some, uh, third parties allowed for an upgrade for like 10 bucks, like on Call of Duty Ghost and like Assassin's Creed Black Flag. And really, you know, in the all, in the end all be all, uh, you know, free upgrade shouldn't be expected on here. I understand Raphael's point though, because if it's just the simple fact of it running a little bit better on the new console, that you shouldn't have to pay for that. You know, obviously there should be uh, a, quite a few features added to the game like spider-man remastered on the ps5 there's a lot of uh, rework that was done in that game by insomniac on there even you know recasting peter parker and on everything down the line on there adding a lot of the uh, dual sense uh capabilities uh onto the game as well so uh where sony kind of dropped the ball is not giving the ability to, for people that just own Spider-Man to be able to pay an upgrade fee as opposed to having to buy Miles Morales straight up by the Ultimate Edition on there. There's now no way for 
anyone if they want to play that game first not to have to actually go out and buy the miles morales edition of that you know for me it doesn't matter because i bought the game physically and so i traded it in and got most of my money back to pay for that difference on the miles morales edition but uh you know it's just a thing where you know it's just going to be where the chips may fall unfortunately and and you know me and kev were talking about this uh, because of the fact that uh uh, Sony has left it up to the developers to support saves moving back and forth between platforms too on there. And I f- kind of finding ironic a little bit. I'm not kind of pointing it out, but it's kind of an eerie coincidence that some games like Dirt 5 and uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon do support upgrading from PS4 to PS5, but they'll upgrade um, the ability to be able to move your saves over on there, which is a whole different thing but you know sony has stated that the uh developers have the tools to be able to you know obviously make the save um uh, be able to be moved from ps4 to ps5 but i'm kind of almost thinking like the marketing uh, deals that they have at microsoft that they don't want to go up the extra mile for <laughs> playstation players and I, I hope that is not the case i just hope it's a thing where they just uh, decide not to do that but you know with smart delivery both of those games are supporting save files moving from xbox one to xbox series so yep yep um for me it's just you buy the you you buy your game for the platform you're going to play it on uh if it's one thing if you've you know if you and I think a lot of people, a lot of people are com- the, the people that are complaining the most about this type of stuff got into this gen late in the game. And wait a minute, I just bought it, it was the same thing that I heard when, you know, the series, the, what would be later known as a Series X and what would later be known as a piece PlayStation 5 were first announced. You mean I got to spend another four five six hundred dollars again? Well, okay, well, this this generation started back in 2013. Where have you been? You know, if you just jumping into it in 2018, yeah, you know, you're, it's it's a short trip for you. But, you know, technology is not going to hold, is not going to wait for you to, <laughs> you know, to get, to get, to wait until you decide to get on the train. So I think a lot of this stuff is, uh, these complaints in general with regards to what's coming down the pike for this upcoming generation are, are from late adopters. The and I believe wholeheartedly that people should be paid for their work. It's up to the consumer to decide whether or not that work is deserving of being paid for. If if I saw what after looking at say when we will use Spider-Man since that's the 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 example on the table. If I looked at Spider-Man, I said, you know what? They said they did all this stuff, but it doesn't look any, you know, I'm not seeing the difference. I'm not seeing the frame rate. I'm not, I don't, I ain't paying for that. Then that's my, then guess what? I don't have to pay for it. I'll just play the game and in PS4 mode on the PS5. Uh, But at the same time, after looking at the work that was put in, the fact that if they're going to bundle it with the Miles Morales game, yeah, I'll go ahead and pay and pay and and pay that little extra to get to get everything. 
because I feel that that upgrade is worth my money. So again, we're not being forced to do anything. Okay, you don't have to you don't have to buy a next gen console if you don't want to. You don't have to buy any of these upgrades if you don't want to. You just wait until the game comes out for the platform that or the or the, the for the console that you want to play it on, whether it's Series X or Xbox One, whether it's PS4 or PlayStation 5, whatever. You just okay. I'm not going to pay for that. I'll just wait for the for the for the whatever edition of that game to come out. And there's your problem. Your problems are solved, you know. <laughs> yeah. so, you, should, you should go in ex not expecting these upgrades, but, you know, if they come, I would kind of tip my cap. You know, it's a tip of the cap kind of situation. I know they want to attract uh, certain games, certain titles to have more viability on the ps5 that's why you're seeing a lot of the service games getting upgraded immediately like warframe avengers destiny 2 so on and so forth on there and the certain games that have announced like upgrades like i wasn't expecting man eater to come up with an upgrade but i'm sure as hell happy that they are so so that's like more fringe benefits of uh dealing with it we're going to talk about ghost of shishima and the news uh with all the ps5 um back compat stuff finally kind of being revealed like it was any big revelation <laughs> on there so it's just a lot of the uh xbox fanboys and people that just wanted to sound that 100 top games statement that mark cerny made <laughs> back in the uh, march thing uh the uh, uh playstation 5 introduction video on there so so, but you know, I I kind of just feel like it's a it's a baseline argument, meaning that if they want to give me a free upgrade and buff up the graphics and do everything, that's great. If they want me to pay for it, then I'm gonna have to make some sort of value assessment on yeah. there and take it from there. You know, whether I one I want to play this game from the last gen on a new gen, and if I'm willing to invest the money and actually play the damn thing, you know, so. Which is something that everybody does for every purchase they make, regardless of what it is. You know, it, I I don't know, man. It's like the these this this generation past and this generation coming up. I'm looking at at these so-called gamers, and I'm like, how how do you walk and chew gum at the same time? Because the 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 lack of sense that you that some of these cats are making because something either fits their narrative or doesn't fit their narrative the leaps of logic that's being made for some of these man <laughs> i don't know i don't know yeah. so you are yeah. the consumer you have the power it's your money you make the decision on how you want to spend it regardless of what regardless of what it's on yeah the sooner people realize that the better yeah so we just got uh two more uh responses uh we got another one from from uh rafael uh ogun 22 he says uh charge to play your game on high instead of low graphics setting uh settings as they become more like pcs those upgrades are built in so you shouldn't be charged for that devs aren't required to spend more money but neither should they be able to tax you just because so that's another thing like um is that specifically for 
for uh, PC players or is that for console players? Because because if a game is, you know, if they are actually, you know, upgrading a game, actually putting in a lot more rendering, a lot more um, time and effort into water or hands or whatever, you know, and, and, and that is actual, like, you know, um, there's actual people going in there and, and, and redoing these assets or upgrading these assets, you know, I don't know if that's so much a tax as it's just, you know, they're doing more work now on it, you know, now if a PC, you know, has the ability to do that, and it really is just going in there and flicking a switch and, and allowing people to play at a at a higher level, you know, graphically. Well, then that's just probably something weird that the that the uh, PC company should have just did. Like, why I don't understand why they would not want to do that uh, to their, for their people. But but I was just kind of thinking the, it's like it's a little bit more than just that. At least I think it is. No, he's trying to make a point because he's saying that the don't mean to interrupt you, but the no, next. Next gen upgrades, especially if it's just upping the graphical fidelity, just like if you're playing on a higher fidelity system, like say if you upgrade your rig, put a new graphics card in, put a new CPU in there, that you know that the game will play at a higher fidelity. So it's built into the programming of the game itself. So he's just basically stating that uh, on the console side of the fence, just because of the fact that the Xbox Series and uh, PS5 are going to play it in a better fidelity on certain games that 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 there should not be a charge to it. So you know, oh. devs are not required to spend more money, but uh, they shouldn't be able to tax you just because. That's what he's make, basically okay. making a statement. Yeah. That, so. Okay. Good. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. Um. And so we have our last one is from uh, Jason, longtime listener, you know, friend of the show, uh, as you all are. Um. And he says. I was pretty much going to say the same thing. I would appreciate a free upgrade, but I'm not expecting every company to do that. And I think that's that's I think that's like the purest kind of, you know, answer to the question. Would it be great? Yes. Is it something that we should expect? No. Point blank. Like if they're willing to do that and they have the ability to do that, fantastic. Remember, it's their product, you know, and they get to choose however they want to uh charge or not charge or whatever. And it's up to us as consumers, like Kevin was saying, to decide if we're okay with that. And if we're not, well then sorry, we're not gonna buy that and 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 leave it at that. So um do either of you have anything else to add or um or or, or should we move on to the next question uh for for next show? Yeah, I don't have anything to add. Oh. I think we uh, effectively knocked that out of the park. So uh, yeah. So the next game, uh, sorry, the next game. The next question that we have is if you f- if you play a free to play game, uh, which one is your favorite and why? Um, this kind of brought up because I kind of brought thought about this one because I've been playing a lot of free to play games, um, and I've I've pretty much tested out most. Uh, free to free to play games, except except if they are a, a battle royale or something like that, because I just do not like that um, that genre. So I wanted to know, and if and if you and if you respond and you love like you know uh, battlegrounds or whatever free to free to play battle royale, fine, you know that's fine. It's totally like you know great, you know. But we just want to know like which ones you've played and which ones are your favorite. 
you know, and just just anything else you would like to add regarding free to play, because one of the things that I kind of wonder is, is, is with games going into a service, like, will there, will there ever be a time in which, you know, we just like, we talked a while ago, a long time ago, one of our earlier episodes about how games like Madden are just, are just literally um, all they ever do literally is, is just, you know, you're, you're, you're buying the same game over and over again. And I kept thinking to myself, well, well, what if it becomes a time in which instead of you buying the same game over and over again, you literally just buy the service. You literally just buy like a Madden subscription and then you just like have that game on your system and, and you just pay for, for roster upgrades or, or something weird like that. So so again, um, let us know, you know, what is... Like what free to play games do do you play if you do and why? Like why do you play them? Like what what is it about it that makes it so cool? So, but that's it for the uh, for the question of the question of the show. Um, and with that, I will turn it back over to Kevin. All right, thanks, Dennis. So our next topic on our docket is going to be the news. So we're going to be doing this round robin style like we did last time, and Trader Joe's going to kick things off. Take it away. All right. Well, the big news from last week is that Sony finally released an online fact about PS4 backwards compatibility on the PS5 on here. So the PlayStation support website went into firm details confirming that the uh, overwhelming majority of PS4 games are playable on the new hardware. Uh, there are 10 titles that are confirmed not playable on the PS5 and PS4 mode, and uh, nothing of note. I think Joe's Diner is one of the games I know, <laughs> and uh, Robinson the Journey, and Afro Samurai 2, which was a big old stinker linker on there. So, uh, yeah. So basically, uh, the overwhelming majority of uh, 4,000 plus PlayStation 4 games are going to be playable. Uh, select PS4 games will benefit from the uh, PS5 console's game boost, which will may make PlayStation 4 games running with a higher or smoother frame rate. That's basically any game on the PS4 that ran with an uncapped frame rate on there. So there's like a list of games uh, that have such an uncapped frame rate and uh, so i'm really eager to take a look at some of these games uh, that will be running in boost mode on that so um you know a lot of people are hoping for their you know favorite games like you know monster hunter world running at 60 frames and so on and so forth you know so we'll have to see once the system comes out as far as what happens with that uh, although many ps4 games are playable on ps5 consoles some functionalities that were available on the ps4 console may not be available on ps5 and then some ps4 games may exhibit errors or unexpected behavior when being played on ps5 on there so i think a lot of the thing had to do with the use of the uh, share button because it's kind of moved over to the create button on the ps5 so and then they also added before purchasing any add-ons to play with your PS4 game on PS5 consoles, please try to reboot and play your PlayStation 4 games to make sure that you're happy with the play experience. So they're making sure that you're not, you know, going and buying a bunch of DLC and then firing up the game and you don't like the way the game runs on your PS5 and PS4 mode. So 
And then um, when you're playing P PlayStation VR games on a PS5, it requires a uh, headset, of course, the camera, which is not the PS5 camera, but the PS4 camera. And they're going to provide a PlayStation camera adapter on there. So, so and basically, it's just going to work uh, just like in, in, it's a thing where uh, you'll be able to go in and you know, use the disk drive if you buy the PS5. Uh, regular on there. If you buy the digital, obviously you cannot bring your um, disc games over to the PS5. They're not going to allow you to do that. So that's the choice you're going to have to make if in case you own a lot of physical media on there. Uh, but you're able to go and transfer any digital games from PS4 to PS5 on there. Um, and then it just depends on uh, if certain games support an upgrade to uh, the PS5 version, you know, games like Destiny 2, Avengers, have been doing that so and depending on the game this upgrade may occur at no additional cost it may require a purchase so it just depends that it depends on the developer and what they want to do and may be available for a limited time like with ea's uh, uh game entitlement program where you're only able to upgrade like fifa and madden uh, for a limited time up until i think march 30th i think 31st so so that's pretty much it on there and it's a point that uh, it's been kind of blown out of proportion on there a little bit by some Xbox, if need be. But uh, it's a point that uh, some people have been asking as far as if the DualSense is uh, able to be played with PS4 games. And you can use the DualSense to do that on there. So DualSense, you can use the PS5 controller to play PS4 games just in case if you came into this generation new and you didn't own a PS4 and you get a PlayStation Plus subscription, and you'd be able to want to go and take advantage of the PS Plus collection, on there you can use your DualSense to play those games. So, and so have you, are you guys pretty happy with this announcement as far as everything? I mean, there's a lot of clarity that has been provided because of the fact that uh, it's just the point that uh, we, all, we now know. We now know we can confirm, even though I already knew it <laughs> to begin with. You know, a lot of people knew it to begin with. They already said that they were going to support uh, PS4 games. And you know, now the proverbial cat's out of the bag. So I think it's great. You know, I'm thinking, you know, hey, this is what they're going to do. Just make sure that you know what's up. And yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. Yeah, and I know certain games that have a lot of like a light bar support, like of certain VR games, like Astro. Is it the Astro World? Not Astro World. Astro Boy. <laughs> Astro World. Astro what Boy. That's <laughs> that VR game. The yeah, the, I know. It's yeah. So it's going to require a DualShock Four because it does use the light bar on the VR game quite extensively and i'm kind of really curious because uh, no breakout box is going to be needed for the ps5 which i could take that sob out of my living room and hook hook my vr over to the ps5 and i'm kind of curious as far as if the vr unit's going to play in better fidelity or not so i hope so i hope so too any comment from you kev you're all ready to boot up and play some of your back catalog on your ps5 i mean it that's gr again that's great but I don't buy new consoles to play old games. It, it, and and I, I'm, I'm being 100% honest. If PlayStation would have said, okay, look, we're doing some things differently. Uh, we are going to, we know 
we're going to be we're going to try to bring your PS4 games over to PS5, but in the meantime, you might want to hold on to your last gen console. I'd have been 100% cool with it because when I buy a new console, unless I'm buying, you know, a retro specific console, which which is kind of sort of what I have been thinking about doing, uh I don't buy a new console to play old games. Mm. I would have been perfectly fine holding on to my PlayStation 4 Pro until they got all that stuff sorted out. Is that would it be is it great that I can play PS4 and PS5 games on one box? Absolutely. Would it is it there would I consider it even their responsibility to make the transition from PS4 to PS5 for those who may need to take advantage of a trade-in of the old console more so they can get the new new hotness. I've been there. I used to have to have had to do that in order to get an, in order to get a new console. I would say that absolutely. But is it the requirement? No. It is not. I want you to focus on the new hotness. I don't need I don't need old games to be the focus for a new next gen console. And and I kind of like the way that PlayStation did this and I'm going to sound like a total pony but so be it. Uh you call me Ke- call me Kevin the Clydesdale. That <laughs> um, this was done in a blog post. They didn't they didn't bring in these YouTube uh influencers to to try up you know try out old ass games no one was no one was playing you know uh uh you know last of the first last of us and oh look at look at you know look we can we can play this game Ooh, let's throw let's let's throw in uh oh, oh i don't know uh uh Pick pick your game. You know we're not playing Persona Five. You know someone didn't, no one threw that in. They didn't make a big deal of it. They they threw up a fact, and they posted the information, and let you know everything that you need to know if uh, for the questions that you may have regarding your PS4 library going forward. It's it's not that big of a deal because they want you to get hype for the new stuff coming out. You know, yeah, PS4 was dope, but we got this new thing coming out. We want you to, and this is what it can do. The focus is on what these new games are going to be doing on this new hardware that is going to unlock another layer of immersion for your game playing with this PS5. You know, I appreciated that, you know, just, you know, just give me a a blog post and I can read it. I'm cool with that. I don't need a big, you know, bringing in all these influencers, playing all these old ass games on this new console and not seeing nothing new playing on it, you know, so I appreciate that. Well, I I take the other approach, though. I am grateful that this is here because I am having one PlayStation console in my living room i'm on the ps5 and then i'll be able to play all my ps4 games on it so all the games like i've been playing like wreckfest and you know genshin impact and everything i've been currently playing i'll be able to play on the same system i'll be checking out the new hotness on so it's just it's it's like uh it's not my main 
you know, addition. It's not my main plate, if need be. It's like a side. It's like, you know, I hate to use the buffet analogy, but it's like you know, it's mashed potatoes and some corn. It's not the steak, you know, so on there for me. Yeah, but but I think, but to, but to follow up on what Kevin was saying, I, I want the steak. You know, you don't go, you don't go to Ruth Chris for the sides, you know? You no, I know. I know. You know Unfortunately, so on the, on the other great. side of the, yeah, other side of the fence right now with Microsoft, a lot of the focus is on Games Pass. A lot of focus is on the prior gen games being moved to current gen you know, with patches. And that's their problem. That's their problem because they trying to sell everybody on, on sides, but where's the meat? Where's the they steak? Got, they, got, they got meat, but it's, it's like basically dishes you could get on PlayStation as well. You know, it's not the the steak with the hot Microsoft spice. It's like Ubisoft spice and Codemaster no, spice. No, no. I, I hate to say this, but but they got Craig spice, yeah. you know? <laughs> and it, it ain't no one trying to eat Craig steak. Sorry. I'm sorry. This is not. So, so I think about- it's... Series X. Like, it's great. Like, it's great. It's great. That you know, folks have that option. I'm all for options, but damn, people, <laughs> damn. I mean, this as way. far as any any exclusives right now for Series X, I mean, no. I'm literally gonna want to play Dirt Five on um, my PlayStation Five because of the Dual Sense, you know, because of the adaptive triggers and everything. You know, they could talk about everything under the sun. Mark, you know, Microsoft marketed the hell and back, but I'm going to play Dirt 5 on my PS5. I'm not going to play it on my Series X. And it's because of those reasons with the adaptive triggers and everything. So on that, and Yakuza, I'm not buying Yakuza on Xbox. You know, I've supported Yakuza on the PlayStation console from here on out. So it's not like I'm going to just automatically switch to Xbox uh, collection wise. So, and the only exclu- Microsoft exclusive day one, I mean, uh, it's this indie game called the Falconeer, and you know it's like, uh, <laughs> you know it's it's really funny that that's like the only exclusive that's coming out launch day that I can't get on PS5. So it's just kind of ironic, you know. I think the other uh, that horror game, the um, Ascent, is wow. going mm-hmm. to be available, I think, in December on that. So not Ascent. I, I getting that game. Hold on. Was it called the witness or? Hold on. I'm I'm getting I'm getting the uh, indie games confused here. Hold on. Just got to get into it. What you were gonna say, Kev? Well, the thing is, this is this is all I have to say. If I gotta choose between when I'm it's time to buy a next gen console, if I gotta choose between playing old stuff and new stuff, I'm gonna take the new stuff every day, all day. Yep. And I'll I then hey then again I can make that consumer make that consumer decision in my head and is it worth you know holding on to my old console and buying this new console and having both of those uh in place while they make that transition over to the new console if they make that transition then i can make that decision for myself you know but if i got to choose between you know, being in the past or moving forward, I'm going to take moving forward all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. Yeah. You know, now, the, ga- the game I was thinking about is the medium from the blooper. blooper oh, team. Yeah. When you're, yeah, when you're 
when you're running in both both time spaces yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Correct. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming out in December on there. But the, between that and the Falconeer, those are, you know, you you got like the Xbox launch of Gears Tactics, but obviously it's already on PC and uh, already on Xbox One. It'll be coming out on Xbox One day and date on November 10th, along with uh, everything else. So, you know, but if you if you play on the Xbox side, if that's what you're excited for, I ain't hating, you know, it is what it is. You know, keep, keep, keep it on, keep it on, you know. So, but also an aside to this back compat news article, uh, Sucker Punch has announced that Ghost of Shishima is going to be running in boost mode on the PlayStation 5, and you're going to be able to run it up to 60 frames a second with Game Boost active on there. So. And so they seem like they are supporting this game, especially with it being released so close to the PS5 launch with a lot of, when we talked about last episode, as far as the Legends mode and the uh, four-player multiplayer, the raid mode that's coming, and um, it's going to have more bells and whistles, shorter, shorter loading times and frame rates up to 60 frames a second on the PS5. So, and you'll be able to transfer your saves as well and with all that and talking about ghosts and since i haven't started it yet i'm waiting for ps5 to play this game i am why even start so what do you guys <laughs> feel about this i know it's it's been, it's been like since what uh, may since this game came out and it's been on my backlog and what's what's another month yeah you know? I and mean, i'm, I'm looking at it too you. You know, if I start it now, what I have to transfer to save, it does support save transfer, which is a great thing on there. But I might as well just play with 60 frames enabled and all the hotness <laughs> and everything at that, you know, so. Yeah, it's I mean, I totally, I totally agree 100%. It's like, like I look at it and it's loaded on my, my on, on my, uh, my machine and I'm just like, well, you know, I can just wait you know and, and play it in super the greatest mode and just be super like oh but... <laughs> yeah and almost in a way almost in a way even though it's a quote-unquote old game it's like it's gonna be really fresh for me it's almost like it's almost like another launch game for me with everything in the mix yeah. on there for me so and that, that's the circle back maybe that's some of the people on xbox's experience maybe they haven't played a game in the back catalog that they're gonna playing super the greatest mode too that's gonna be on the series x day and date so on there i know for me at least on that argument uh, like i'm gonna uh, be checking out ori on the series x on there because i haven't uh, another game in my backlog i haven't really tried and i know that they're supposed to have a 4k like 120 frames a second mode for that so we'll see gaming diplomat here hoo. <laughs> yeah any more Jill, th- loves, Jill loves all games equally. Maybe. <laughs> as long as they're not, as long as they're on a, what is it? As long as they're on a, a game, uh, a system that, that, that is good on the eyes. Is that it, Joe? Is that it? Well, I do like lookers, but uh, I'm, I'm, I play 3DS. I mean, I play uh, ugly ass games too. It don't matter. Wow. <laughs> I play retro. It's all good. I, I, love those, I, I love my ugly ass games too. It's fine. Yes. Yikes. Horrible. Who are you? Hellspawn, obviously, right? <laughs> <It was> something. <laughs> Silly. I know. 
Anyone else have you have any more comments on Ghost, you guys? No, I, I don't. All righty. Right. So, so then I'll take over for the next one. And it looks like our one of my favorite games, uh, Genshin Impact, is having an, an update, version 1.1, which will add an encyclopedia to tell you how many, how many, uh, how to obtain certain items. So that's great because sometimes. You don't know what you're looking for, and you have to basically, you know, look online for stuff. I really wish that. Well, no, uh, Warframe has something like that too, and I think most free to free to play games do have something like that because you're you're expected to grind a little bit more. So yeah, so I can kind of expect that. Um, it'll also be adding shortcuts to to how to get you your food and all this other and and other kind of quality of life type. Uh, items uh, or or quality of life improvements that are happening to the game, which I think is fantastic. So the update for version 1.1 is coming on November 11th. Um, but again, um, MiHoYo, Mi that's the name of the company that, that created Genshin Impact, uh, has revealed more changes that will be coming soon after the update. Even though, even though this update is coming, there's going to be another update coming uh, relatively shortly after because uh, this game has really kind of, you know, taken the gaming industry by storm as a, as a free-to-play gotcha game. A lot of people have 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 been playing it, and so they're really pushing it to make it uh, a little bit more user-friendly, which I'm all for with a free to with a free-to-play game. So, uh, so there's a ways that that that'll uh, a lot more ease for when you're strengthening weapons. Um, and how to get experience back uh, in forms of your ores. Uh, a new a new in-game report function will be added. Um, characters will stay playable even if you send them on expeditions, which is great uh, because sometimes you will you will send uh, one of your characters out who has a really uh, strong or, or 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 has so each character has an ability or something that if you do a certain task with them. Uh, it'll either shorten the task or or something better will happen. Same thing with cooking expeditions. And there's one character who gets like a 25% reduction in expiration time. Uh, but a lot of people use her. Her name is Faisal, and a lot of people use her. But you, now you can still uh, use her even when she's on an expedition. So people are really happy about that. And, uh, there's, and they're also going to be doing a new co-op event. Uh, which is coming, um, which is great. I think more co-op events uh, is fun. I've, I finally got up to the point where I can play with co-op. I'm really hoping that Joe will take this opportunity to play more uh, and play, you know, more more regularly. That way we can do um, co-op together. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really thinking that, you know, whenever a... Whenever a, a developer or a studio, you know, has a hit on their hands and they really kind of start put it, pulling out the bells and whistles uh, in order to improve the player experience, I'm all for it. So, um, and again, this game for me anyway has has been a has been just a lot of fun. So I'm 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 super down uh, with these improvements. Uh, Joe, what is your thought about these about these improvements? You down? You happy? You don't care yeah, yeah, because it's the point that, uh, you know, even though I'm kind of slow burning the game right now, it's like uh, I'm going to actually get the benefits of this uh, 
without having to wait for a lot of the, these improvements if need be on there. And hopefully by the time that this 1.1 uh, comes up, I'm a little bit more invested in the game than I am now. It's like literally a month from today that this update's going to happen. So yeah, um, and, and hopefully during that time you'll be able to get up and and um we get up to where I am and we can go on, you know, run around this beautiful landscape together. It'd be so fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One thing that's really, I mean, cause I, I asked like other gamers, like you know, GH radio crew about Genshin and they haven't even heard about it, but I found that this game has been super successful. I mean, I saw a news story that it grossed over a hundred million dollars since it launched globally you know, a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. So I'm not surprised. Like these so, gotcha games are crazy, yo. They're crazy. So they made their money back in two weeks, basically, by developing this game with these AAA highbrow production values on that. And the so, game was beautiful, you know. Yeah. And this is just on a PS Pro. I guess, from what I understand, it looks um even more amazing on on PC. So, which I'm which I'm not surprised, of course. You know. Have you thought PC. about because of your kind of lapse with moving and everything the because um, you can play on mobile too. I'm not sure. If you I am know. not trying to play on mobile, yo. <laughs> okay. I am not trying to play on mobile. No offense to mobile players, but my chubby little fingers could not <laughs> even do half the moves they expect. Nope. Uh. 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 That's not what I do. <laughs> I play with the. I play with the with the controller. You know. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Okay. I was just kind of curious to see. If you're wanting to get two separate playthroughs going through on on mobile, because no, I, I know it's a no. it's a separate thing. I know you're able to at your PC playthrough to be able to play the same save game on your mobile device and go back and forth on there, but the PS4 is kind of locked in its own uh, own little existence, unfortunately. But you are able to cross play with uh, PC players, I believe. So yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to play. I don't need to play this game any more than I already do. So gotcha. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Kev, looks like you're up, buddy. All right. Well, one game that I have been looking forward to for quite a while, Outriders, is has a confirmed release date, that being February 2nd, 2021. So another thing that it was also confirmed is that it's going to support full cross-platform play. So you buy one copy for one platform, you'll be able to play with all of them. That's uh, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, uh, and all that good stuff. So any game that the game, any platform that the game is going to be released on, you'll be able to play with somebody regardless of what platform that they are using. Because my initial plan was I was going to definitely get the get the playstation version of this game and uh possibly getting the pc well i don't have to do that now because i can just play you know one one copy can to play with whomever so uh, yeah but if you want to play it on the pc you would have to buy a separate pc copy to do that so yeah 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 of course um, it's so, also coming to stadia but not day and date on there mm -hmm. so so why would you even bring that up <laughs> hey, it's it's on there. Yeah, it's coming out for Stadia. So, so like if the... you, like if you play Stadia, let me know because I literally <laughs> know no one who plays Stadia. And if you're playing Stadia, please, please. If you're playing Stadia, please hire an accountant because you're throwing <laughs> your money away. 
Well, you you can always retrial it, man. Come on. I was thinking I about free, know. I was thinking about free trialing uh, Stadia for that Immortals Phoenix Rising beta on there. That's coming out sometime in November. So they are mm-hmm. releasing a demo for that. Tell me how uh, it platform. is, buddy. I, I played it with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I didn't think it was all that bad. So I mean, oh, well, there you go. Uh, you you are you are you love living dangerously, buddy. Sound like I'm gonna buy a sixty dollar game on Stadia though. Hail to the heaven now. So Oh, and, and can you remember this real quick? Remember back in the day, not even and I think we talked about this within our, our, our one hundred episodes. Remember when cross platform play was just like a no no and people and we didn't think it would ever happen. And now almost every game allows you cross like cross platform play now it's really interesting how times have changed i was just thinking about that with this one everyone's like you know yeah you can just buy it for one game and play with your friends on pc and xbox so i have to say one thing with the console wars that has gotten like good i I hate to use that word console the term console wars but you know i think it's really cool that we're all still able to at least play you know, different systems, but still play together. I think that's one of the cooler things that's come out of this console generation. So it's just funny when, when Kevin was, was saying like, you can, you can actually get this and play it in different and different um, with different people and on different systems. I was just like, yeah. that's so cool. I know when Jim Ryan was busting out with all like the, uh, the Minecraft, Oh, we got to protect the children from crossplay. You know, that, that argument was the, this is just, Bunch of oh, shit. People, people Bunch stupid. of booty, booty ass shit. But that's yeah. you know, Jim Ryan for you, man. So really, I like, I like the PS5. The current Jim Ryan. Eh. No, you need to protect. You need to. You need to protect. No, no, you need to protect gamers from these kids because these kids are wilding <laughs> out. That's what you need to oh, do. I know. <laughs> you know, these kids are no joke with some of the shit they be saying. Mm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Crossplay, crossplay is cool, but I think crossplay was a big nothing burger. You know, it was. I know it's, it's it was like... a it was a huge nothing burger because you had one platform that was struggling to get games, <laughs> and Phil Spencer up there capping. Oh, if only Sony would play with us. I'm the champion it's of like, all gamers. Yeah, I'm the champion. It's like, y'all, come on, bro. Y'all are, y'all are savage. Take. take Take them corporate tiers and use them to to stimulate game development on your side of, on on your side of the fence, please. I don't need you. Ca- I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't need you over here. You know, trying trying to throw trying to throw shade on your competition because I can remember a time when oh you guys had a product out called the Xbox 360. And Sony approached you for cross-platform play. I can't even remember what the game was. It was uh, Defiance. 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 Good good old Defiance. Oh, wow, Defiance. And uh, y'all told them to kick rocks. Yeah, basically. Y'all told them to kick rocks. Yeah, if, they you said, wanna, no, if you want to play with X- us, buy an Xbox 360. We got the console for you. You want to play with your friends on Xbox? Here, buy an Xbox 360. Yeah, they made a statement saying that uh, that Xbox Live is uh, the place to be. Basically, they made a statement saying that they don't want to open up the gate. Basically, back way back when this is Tryon World's Defiance, like the sci-fi 
Um, no, I remember TV show and Ooh. then the cross promotion game, which I actually quite enjoyed. And it is yeah, on it was a fun game. It was a fun game. <laughs> they released the same damn game up on the PS4, which no one plays. That's another free to play game. But, you know, it plays exactly like the game that was released back in 2011. But <laughs> irregardless of that. So. You know, so it's like, come on. Let's 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 be a hundred percent honest with you. It, it, Crossplay is a bit of, is is a benefit to the folks lagging behind, because it it you're able to ride coattails on your competition until you can get your act together. You know that that, that and that's why I called a big that's why I called a big nothing. I yeah. in any game that I play, I'm not sitting. I mean, even Wreckfest, okay. Now I have no idea how many copies Wreckfest sold. Um, jumped into looking for looking for a random room. Had no problem jumping into a room of nothing but PlayStation of nothing but PlayStation servers up. So if you've got a if you've got a successful platform, and you've got good games to go on it, be they first or third party, there's going to be people to play with. You are not going to struggle. To try and find a multiplayer match, it's just not just it's not going to happen, you know. Yeah, you're right. You are right. The only thing I could see where it's a good boon is for a smaller game, but you know, Outriders is not going to be a small game, like an indie title, like you know, like Wargroove or something like that. It's good to co- be able to combine combine servers and put people on multiple systems together. So yeah. that's where I see it's a boon. There, I but... mean, yeah. I mean, if I if it you know it's saving me buying an extra copy, okay, great. But it's not that it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I don't even I don't even know. Uh, had had this not been the case, I wouldn't have probably wouldn't have purchased the PC version until there were some people to play because, you know. I'm still a little, I'm still a little eh on multiplayer on PC. That's, 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 it's just, it, it just, it is what it is. I, if, if I have to choose between my multiplayer experiences on console or PC, I'll take console any day because I can lock down the experience and customize to exactly the way I want to. I don't have to worry about random text showing up on my screen and you know all this other stuff that I, yeah I know you can turn it off but you got to take yourself out of the game or step aside and go and open these menus and options and shut that stuff off I can just do it from the firmware and just get it done that way so you run discord like everyone else does so that's yeah but you still get you'll still get the text I mean You'll still get that stuff coming at you if you don't shut it off from the game. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, you can run it on Discord, but Discord doesn't block all that other off the unwanted crap. <laughs> It'll come in your way when you're playing the game. Up. That's what I'm. Mm. Yeah. So again, crossplay, nothing burger. Don't be starving. Tangents <laughs> galore in this nice news story. So I want to go and pick it up. I got the next one up up the bat. So. Um, Marvelous and Xseed have announced that they are finally going to release the game Uppers on PC on uh, October 21st for 
on here. If you didn't know about Uppers, Uppers was a third-person brawler first launched on PS Vita back in July of 2016 in Japan on there. They have announced a Western release for this on the PS4 and PC in August of 2018 with a planned release window of 2018 on here. Obviously, it's been a tough road to toe because this game <laughs> has not been talked about or heard on, so it's still in development, so on and so forth. I know, Kev, you bought this for Vita, right? If I'm not mistaken, right? And I can probably guess as to why it's not coming out on PlayStation. Yeah, there was some kind of... Um, little bit of a um, sexual content on here. Uh, I don't think how, what was the content exactly? Because I'm not even sure myself, Kev. So. You, you power up by collecting girls' panties. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that is, that is how you, that is part of your power up. And then you can, as you gain cheerleaders, different cheerleaders open up, because it's all in Japanese on the Vita. Um, as you as you gain more cheerleaders, they open up more buffs. Like maybe they'll make you hit harder, or they make it give you greater defense, or they you may build up your super move, your combo move meter quicker. So you know there's a whole bunch of different things. But the problem is, is that you get one of the one of your cheerleader girls is very much underage. Oh. And well, therein I, I lies students, right? therein lies therein lies the problem. But you mm-hmm. can slam dunk enemies into manholes and uppercut them in the helicopter. Yeah, it, it's not the game. The gameplay is is not the issue. But uh, I know during my because I never finished the 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 Vita version because I got to a point where I because I can't read Japanese I didn't know where I was supposed to go, and during the course of that. I don't even, I don't know if this was a secret care a secret cheerleader that you picked up or if it was uh, a cheerleader that you would just come across normally playing the game. Homegirl was not a high school student, and you're she's you know giving you her pan. It's like nah, this 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 ain't cool. Mm. So that's probably why we're not getting an up uh, why PlayStation. Uh, is not getting a copy of uppers it's a great game it's a it's a freaking fantastic beat em up it's very over the top kind of reminds me in some ways of um god hand just in just in the aesthetic but yeah it's that yeah you know and, and in this in this environment of uh, uh me too and all that other stuff uh, yeah, having a game where you where you get powered up by women's panties probably isn't the best look for your corporate image. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. it's not a good look. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it is definitely coming out. They've been working on the translation, so I got to give it up for Marvelous and Exceed for releasing on some platform. On here, um, the plot. The maybe plot... they took it. Maybe they took it away. Like maybe you get now you get instead of panties you get. Ice cream. I don't know. Nah, they wouldn't do that. There would be too much outrage from the whole, uh, you know, uh, certain segment uh, that does not want censorship in their games at all. So, you know. Okay. Well. Yeah, but uh, the game, basically the plot is Last Resort Island was a city consumed by desire for those that live on the island. The greatest amusement is violence on here. So, and it talks about the... uh, uh, 
quest of two young men, Ramna and Michuro, on here. So, and basically fighting to make sure that the, they are the kings of the last resort island on there. So, so I just, I, I think the just the game kind of reminds me just uh, over top brawler, and I just can't wait to check it out on that. So, panties so. be damned. Panties be damned. I want, I want it for the gameplay. Okay, well I I don't know anything about it, so all right, yeah, cool. That's why we're trying to kind of lay it down for our listeners and lay it down for everyone else. So, panties mm-hmm. beside the 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 fact beside that the this game, yeah. Not worried about the panties. Okay. Um. So I'm up next, and it looks like so Gamitsu is reporting uh that level five. We got to pour one out for him. Poor guy. Poor poor studio. Level five International America. The North American headquarters for of Nino Kuni and the Yoke Watch developer Level Five has all but shuttered operations, according to a GameIndustry.biz report. So again, Level Five has made a ton of really good games. Now, let's be clear: this is this is not the 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 game. Sorry, the studio itself is not going under. Just the American. Um, the American office is is uh, shutting down. So the Japanese arm of it is still still going to be around, and they're still going to be producing games. We just do not know uh, what that is going to be, uh, what the future is going to be for those games being released in America. Yeah, in the so, article it does say one source suggested that there were currently no concrete plans for any more level five games to be released yeah. outside of Japan. Yeah, so. so. So like so so the games like Snack World, uh, Dungeon Crawl Gold, uh, Yokai Watch, and uh, Nino Kuni, I mean it's just it's just sad because I really liked Level Five as a as a game company. I really liked what they put out, and it's just sad that they were not able to make the American office kind of uh, stick. So I really hope. That um, I mean, they're saying that it's not a large-scale restructuring, just that they had to lay some folks off uh, in the America and uh, for the American um, office. So my hope is, even though that, even though it's going to be like we're not going to have an American office, we can still they could still work out a deal or or hopefully. Um, work out some way to uh to still uh sell uh games in america or 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 have them translated and brought to america like i really like i i really just hope that the market will will allow them to do this like i don't know what needs to happen for this but when i read the article and saw the article i really was kind of like i was just like I, i really thought that they were doing rather well given given all of the games that they put out but you know and they had the yokai watch license and that did really well uh they had the snack world license and i know that that's really big in japan and they were trying to they were trying to bring it over to american audience maybe it just didn't catch on like they had hoped and i, I don't think it did i think joe's right it, it just didn't but yeah but at the same time i really hope that we're gonna at least get you know, something else from them. I don't know. It just, it just, it just really is just like, like that. It just really sucks. 
you know it's just it's just sad for them but really sucks. they they made serious missteps uh they wanted all these multimedia projects when they should have just been concentrating on making games on no here. i know and the I yokai know. watch thing just went crazy in japan and they wanted every game that they brought out from here on out to be like a whole anime slash toy slash game multimedia experience. No, and... of course they only have themselves to blame for that, you know. For sure. But but I just and... really like I just really hope that they learn something from this and they're and they're able yeah. to like scale back, like they're able to scale back enough and then say okay, you know, we're we're gonna sell we're gonna scale back, but now we have enough to to kind of um at least you know scale back refocus and then you know and, and at least work on translations on certain games uh in order to bring them here is is my hope but yeah and the thing about it is i think yokai watch is really affected too because of the fact that they're relying on nintendo to publish the, those games here and i think they had a cadence where they weren't publishing those games in a timely manner by the time yokai watch 2 came out yeah, pretty much the the boat for at least the U.S. Uh, audience for Yokai Watch is kind of kind of sailed. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was, it's done. And uh, literally, like even in Japan, Japan was just like Yokai Watch Four came out for the Switch. Um, they released Yokai Watch Plus Plus for both the Nintendo Switch and Sony PlayStation. That came out December of 2019, so it came out last year, but. I think the last time I saw Yokai Watch only sold 150,000 copies in Japan, and on the PlayStation it literally sold like I think 5,000 copies. So wow. it was really bad on there. Yeah, and now they're so. collector's editions, so go out there and get them, folks. <laughs> I don't know if you want to play in Japanese, but there's probably little to no, unless because of the fact they made a PS4 version of this game unless one of the publishers wants to work with them. And then according to the article on gameindustry.biz is that they've been kind of snake bitten, no other company because of the fact that they're being difficult and hard to work with that a lot of the publishers don't even want to work with them anymore. So yeah, they need to just come off that. Stop yeah. it. I know that's rumored right now. There's a Nino Kuni game in development, but that's published by Bandai Namco. So yeah, to the point that that probably will still kind of have its own thing and be released, but uh, everything else is pretty much up in the air with level five right now. So sad face. I know but... they should have really released Fantasy Life two, not for mobile, but for console and or. Yeah, Switch. I would have bought it. You uh, know, I really enjoyed people. the first one. Yeah, but you know, you live and you learn. Hopefully, you know they won't be too um, aggressive with the people who are who, who who want to work with them but oh well so kevin you have anything to add to this nope yes okay. i i know nothing about yokai watches okay <laughs> and, yeah no, level and, five either probably you probably haven't played a lot of their games yeah yet. no i have not yeah. just wanted to give you that option just in case you have something to add so but that's that's it for for me i know we got one more left and i think this is going to be a big one for kevin well, yeah, so Saturday, uh, Amico, Tommy Tallarico's company for, they're bringing back in television, which is if you've been listening to this show or even when I was on uh, 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 
Game, game, gamer husband. Sorry, <laughs> I completely blacked out trying to remember GH that. Radio. <laughs> yeah, GH Radio. Uh, y'all know that in television, very near and dear to my heart. So they had another, uh, they had another update. They were showcasing some uh, demos of upcoming games, um, including NBA. I mean, not NBA. Uh, MLB Major League MLB Baseball and for like I cannot stand sports games modern sports games I I, they're way too realistic they're because I don't care about sports anyway and I don't I don't want to learn about them but I used to be a sports games fanatic back in the day playing them on in television because they just boiled each sport down to the core activity kind of like what the mario sports games used to do you know and it looks they're bringing back major league baseball and i saw that on the video and i was just like super hyped for that so um they had they showed a bunch of uh gameplay videos uh a lot of stuff that i'd seen before like shark shark and moon patrol moon patrol looks freaking dope uh i mean yeah it's just moon patrol so it's probably not going to blow anybody away but you know again if you're if you're a generation xer like me stuff like this is what you grew up on and i've got a really soft spot for the nostalgia for the, for this console a um, bunch of games that they showed they also went into and went in depth on the hardware. There's there's this thing has got LED lights up the wazoo on the physical on the physical box. And there that opens up a lot of options that you're going to be able to do when playing with groups of people. You know, the console itself has LEDs, the controllers have LEDs. They can be synchronized. You can set them to go off, you know, outside of just you know, game specific light patterns. I mean, they're really they're really doing a lot of different things, uh, trying to do a lot of different things with the console. They talked about the fact they're using a, a Snapdragon CPU for the circuit board. Uh, didn't say which model. I don't I don't think. Uh, but they went in and and talked a little bit about the company that's doing the the actual assembly. They showed the factory. I'm assuming it's somewhere in China. Uh, and they, I, I noticed they tried to build. They, you know, we're we're a very family friendly. You know, uh, we 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 care a lot about our our workers, and it's like they were definitely trying to push that we're not forcing our workers to work so hard that they're willing to throw themselves out of a eight story <laughs> of an eight story window. You know, that's good. No so, upper support for the Intellivision, unfortunately, right? Huh. What do you say? So no uppers part for the Intellivision, I don't think. Probably not. This is very, this is very much family, uh, family uh, oriented uh, console, and that's one of the things that uh, Tommy Tallarico uh, touted when he first announced it. That you know he's, he's like, yeah, I got nothing against you know violent video games per se, but we're just trying to make this a more family oriented. Um, a more family-oriented console, and there's also no online play, from what I from what I could ascertain. 
I mean, you will be able to purchase games online. But as far as multiplayer online, I don't think this console is going to support that because, again, they're trying to turn back the clock, kind of set the way back machine to a time where you actually had friends over and you brought your friends over to play video games. And, you know, there's that face to face interaction, you know. Um, so they showed a lot of they showed a lot of games, a lot of the stuff I'd seen before. There is still a lot of stuff that looks like mobile. It's got that mobile glaze on it, you know. But it's like I said before, I'm getting this box because of the Intellivision Classic remakes that they're going to be bringing out. And um, they showed some more gameplay of Cloudy Mountain, which is Dungeons and Dragons which it was one of my favorite games on Intellivision, and they showed that running Night Stalker, which is what made me fall in love with video games to begin with. Looks amazing on the uh, on the Amico. Uh, they even had skiing. <laughs> uh, I can remember playing the uh, Intellivision skiing with my dad uh, multiple, multiple Saturday, on, on many, many a Saturday morning. Uh, jumping over moguls, you know, crashing into trees and all that. And in this version, you've got avalanches to deal with, which is, you know, just adds a whole nother level to it. Uh, they had biplanes and armor battle, which two other games that bring back a lot of memories. So there's definitely a lot of stuff that I'm I'm very much hyped for. Again, this console is putting its its direct competitor is going to be the Switch. And I honestly don't think that the if if a generation Xer like like me has kids and I look at the I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna want that. You know, that's what I'm gonna want. But my kids are gonna be wanting the switch. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting battle there. Uh, the console is going to be available at certain retailers. I know the Latin the video that they developer video progress video that they had before this one, which they said that they would be launching physically at GameStops and Walmart and Amazon. And uh, I believe they're trying they're going to be getting the, trying to get the console into a couple of other places too. So there's a lot going on, you know, I wish I wish Tommy and his team the best because I mean, I mean, this, this, this is, this is fantastic. This is, I, like I said, I'm just, I'm just as hyped for this as I am the piece, the, the, the PS5, really. And for a while I was more hyped <laughs> for this than I was the PS5 because Sony was doing some stuff that I was like, I don't know about that, Chief. So, you know, seems like they got their act together. So my hype is just about equal for both of these boxes. So I've got the uh, Founders Edition uh, coming to me. Uh, they had the, now to, the 10th was actually supposed to be the initial launch date, but uh, the COVID pushed everything further out. So the actual release date for this thing is going to be April, and then the actual date escapes me right April now. 15th. April That's 15th. a date yeah. near and dear to my heart. So, 
April 15th. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that and the, the, another thing is that the console is going to come in multiple colors. And I, while I, I kind of dig the founder's edition because it, it, it kind of, it harkens back to the original Intellivision, which had, you know, like the VCS had this wood, this faux wood grain, you know, plastic, you know, sticker <laughs> on it to make it look like it was like wood grain paneling. I kind of like some of the other colors better. Like uh, they've got like this Ferrari red uh, one that actually looks pretty dope. And they've got the uh, the black graphite, which I also actually kind of like a little bit better than the the colors that they have for the Founders Edition. The, the shape, I think the shape of the Amico the, in the Founders Edition colors just doesn't quite look as appealing and enticing as some of the louder, brighter colors on it. You know, so it, it it they definitely this is they definitely deessified it. <laughs> you know, so I can okay. I can see people, you know, opting for certain colors over others. I don't I don't know if you want if if it's going to be a thing where oh we got this special color I want to collect this and that and this and that necessarily, but uh, but yeah the the color choices that they have are pretty interesting. Definitely hype for that. Cool. So I don't know if you guys had anything to add to that. Um, uh, I just want to know what, like, when you get it, I just want to know, like, I can't wait to hear your review of it when you get it. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, very much looking, very much looking forward to, uh, very much looking forward to that thing coming out. Cause... I'm interested. There's a few games I really want to check out. And, uh, you know, some of the, like, the remakes especially look really good. I was excited for Battle Tanks a little bit. It kind of brought back uh, old school combat memories, but uh, you know, I never owned an Intellivision, so I only had experience from like playing that friend's house and that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. or playing the M Network games on the uh, 2600. So, on yeah, the- well, uh, like uh, Atari had the combat games, which you could play single player. The problem with Armor Battle was that there was no single player mode, you had to play with a second person. and that was kind of like the kind of like the bane of my existence as a child because i was the only kid in the house and a lot of the games that i wound up getting for a television required a second player and sometimes uh, you know first depending on what game it was my dad would play with me but like stuff for like army like armor battle uh he he used to play he liked to play it until i started beating him but then when i started beating him at the game he's like, i don't want to play this anymore <laughs> so <laughs> yeah yikes there was a lot of you know i have these cool games and then you know my friends come over and they're from you know 2600 land and you know well why am i holding this this phone looking keypad you know it's like well <laughs> So I got to show them how to play and then, you know, take it easy on them and, you know, wait for them to try and get good. Then I, we start playing for real and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to play this anymore. So that was kind of my uh, my issue with a lot of the games on Intellivision. Later on, they started introduced like re- releasing some games that had a versus a computer uh, mode to them. But by that time, you know, the crash had hit and 
trying to track down a lot of those games was well it it wasn't hard because there were two places that had the stuff i just kept thinking i could just go back at any time and pick them up so that was my fault because by the time i decided oh yeah i want want to go back and go back to toys r us and pick up all them uh in television games they were blowing out for 50 cents and whatever and it's like i go over there and ain't nothing there on the shelves (laughs) so yeah totally missed out on that one but before i start uh going into old man memories too too much we're going to move on to our next section in which we talk about how to contact our show and you can contact our show by hitting us up via email at gamingvessels at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the show and actually be on the show and have us interview you to get your perspectives on gaming out to our listeners or if you've heard something that you want to respond to uh you're going to want to send us an email at gamingvessels at gmail.com we're also on twitter at gamingvessels we also have our own independent social media accounts uh i am at shownuff 71 on twitter that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I'm Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, I'm Shonuff071, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuff71, same spelling as originally. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at, brother? Oh, yeah, you can definitely catch me on PSN and Xbox uh, Live if I turn it on, uh, at Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. You can catch me on Twitter at the Nemo 6 That's S-I-X. Uh, so T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. Joe, where can folks find you, buddy? On Twitter, I am found at the user handle Joe Fongol, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. On consoles, you can find me on PSN and Ubi um, Uplay. Well, actually, PSN and Steam, I'm Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. Xbox and Uplay, I'm same username, Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, with 6995 at the end. On Nintendo, you could friend me up, uh, 4712-5953-1409. And when I powered up my Switch, I did not have any friend requests, so sad panda, but that's all. Well, all righty, folks. Well, hey, hey, someone turn on the sh- turn on your switch and friend Trader Joe. Come on. Yeah. He's the only one of uh, he's the only one that's been putting out. Do what? Do, uh, Dev, do you have a uh, switch online? Yeah. I do. We should yeah, play some I'm... Mario uh, Mario Bros. Was it the thirty-five, thirty-six? What's the new game? Oh, God. Mario thirty something or another. Yeah, you you. I'm gonna have to beat your butt on that, but you know, I wish you could. Ju- I wish you could just play two two uh, like verses. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. But you can't. Yeah. Yeah, that's that battle royale Mario Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's only <laughs> yeah. available for a limited time, so got yeah. got to get in. Maybe we'll do a game night or something on it. So that'd be fun. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm the only one without a Nintendo account. So, (laughs) 
Well, okay, folks, with that, we're going to bring episode 100 to a close for... 101, 101. 101. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. 101. My bad, y'all. Episode 101 to a close for Trader Joe, the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar. And for Des, the Bay Area Terror, I am Shonuff71. And we're signing off saying we'll be back next week with a new show. Peace.